On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC on News Talk. There is a, percent, a perception among a lot of people that Ireland is more than well enough stocked uh, with hotels and tourist accommodation and that when there's new building going on in urban centres that really instead of it being hotels it really ought to be apartments or other complexes in which people can actually live. But a report this week uh, published on behalf of the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation suggests that Ireland actually needs another 11,500 tourist beds in the next nine years in order to meet demand. Uh, The report has been put together by economist Jim Power who's with us on the line. Jim, uh, how did you reach your conclusions? Well, I I looked at, I mean, 2019, Gavin, is the last year of sort of normal tourism. Um, It's, you know, obviously with COVID and Ukraine war, it's taken a while to come back. But in 2009, in 2019, excuse me, we had about 9.7 million overseas tourists coming into Ireland. And part of Oxford Economics has forecast that within nine years, there would be, well, 10 years from when the forecast was made, Mm there would be around 13.2 million overseas visitors coming to Ireland. And and I guess the question is, do we have sufficient accommodation to cope with that sort of influx of overseas tourism into the country? And were it not for the the results on the tourism, were it not for the burden, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but were it not for the amount of tourist beds which are now repurposed to house those from Ukraine and those who are seeking international protection, would we have enough rooms as it currently stands? Well, I mean, obviously a lot of hotel beds have been taken out of the system over the last 12 months because of the Ukraine war. And I suppose the challenge will be when the government contracts eventually end, how many of those hotels will come back into stock or will those hotels shut down? It it remains to be seen. But the basis of that 11,500 beds required over the next 10 years is on two assumptions. One, the ratio of international visitors to the stock of tourist bedrooms would suggest that if we got the 13.2 million overseas visitors coming in within 10 years, that would require an extra five and a half thousand rooms. And then um, it is estimated that the attrition rate and the Ukraine situation will feed into this although it's difficult to quantify exactly what's going to happen, but 1% to 2% per annum of beds tend to go out of the system. So that would imply about 6,000 beds okay. will automatically go out of the system. So the six and 5,500 comes up with 11,500. Right. So th- that's at a national level. But I guess the key point of the report was that under the just transition mechanism of the European Union, which is an EU fund to help regions that are affected by official policy towards climate change. And in the context of the Midland region in this country and the fact that lots of jobs are going to be lost there in economic activity because of the cessation of Mm. peat harvesting, 68 million in funding is being allocated to the Midland region through Falch, Ireland. And that 68 million cannot be invested in accommodation it has to be invested in regenerative tour- regenerative tourism or putting in sort of greenways, trails, etc. Tourism mm. infrastructure, basically. But you, you think that there's a case for some of that money actually going towards the provision of beds rather than... Well, no, another... uh, the EU does not allow that 68 right. million. It has to go into the development of tourism um, attractions. But the point is that the Midland region has a really, really low level of 
hotel accommodation. So if you spend 68 million in developing um, tourism attractions without providing the adequate accommodation to cope with that, well, then people are just going to come in, use the greenway or whatever, and then leave the region. And that defeats the purpose, okay. really, of what the just transition mechanism is all about. Uh, so okay. while the 11,500 is a national figure, the Midland region is really a region based on the just transition that does need significant investment in accommodation. All right. Uh, let's bring in uh, Noel Cunningham, who's an ambassador for Harvey's Point Hotel on the banks of Loch Esk uh, in Donegal. Noel, thank you for joining us. Um, no, th- there's an argument to be made that uh, with the, the greater premium that there is on hotel rooms, with the amount of accommodation that's now being repurposed to house other people long term, that it would be good for business for places like Harvey's Point because it means that there's always going to be a demand and that it pushes the price up. Look, uh, I should say at the outset that anything I say is not in any way anti our humanitarian responsibilities. I want to be absolutely crystal clear on that. Sure. And anything I say is certainly not in any way meant to kind of annoy people who have decided to go down that route and give over their properties. Mm. For well, they're, they are businesses. They choose to pursue whatever business they'd, they'd like to, and that's up to them. Absolutely. And there is, you know, there is a certain school that would say, can you blame them? But the reality is, if you look at our county, you know, so much good work has been done. It started with the gathering, uh, which was a terrific um, sort of beginning for the Wild Atlantic Way. You know, look at the ancient east, look at the greenways, look at all that's been done to promote and make the tourism offer, offer much better. Now, in our situation in our county, you might have a town or an area that simply doesn't have a bed for a tourist. And let's not forget the domestic tourist as well for the winter months. And it's really tragic and really sad to see how many bars and restaurants are truly feeling the pinch, you know. They are really suffering because, you know, for example, our local town. We used to have four or five major accommodation providers. Mm. The restaurants, therefore, were guaranteed... Are you talking about Donegal Town or somewhere somewhere nearby like Bundoran? I'm I'm talking about uh, particularly Killybegs and that peninsula down into that fabulous southern Donegal, Killybegs. And I mean, places like Harvey's Point, we're well established. We have our following. We continue to do things so well. I, I would never ever put that argument out there that everything else that's going on with the humanitarian provision is helping us. It doesn't because we have to look at the bigger picture. We have to draw people to our regions. We have to draw tourism. You know, and I would say Jim Parr's excellent report and excellent sort of findings, they're kind of only touching tip of the iceberg because, you know, I would I would strongly suggest that there's 20 to 25 percent of our sort of tourist room stock unavailable. And and I would say going forward, you know, uh, people are going back to their countries. They say they visited Ireland this year. They found it impossible to get a bed on a few occasions in my local town. Would you believe it? Late in the evening, I am accosted by people. Uh, they simply know me because kind of I have a bit of a profile mm. and they say, no, well, where can we find to stay? And it's, uh, I say, first of all, you know, you should really have booked, uh, to be honest, yeah. before anybody suggests that. But, but people still do come to the region and they don't have a bed secured for the night. 
Absolutely. You're faced with a couple of people or more. And then, you know, we have enough challenges in tourism, providing infrastructure and to get the word out there that Dublin is definitely a safe city in view of what's happened in Mm. recent times. You know, we don't want that negative going back to Europe and to America that, oh, it's all very well, you know, but you can't get a bed because I have to say, Falsha Ireland have done fantastic work and we are so excited about all now that Ireland offers by way of you know hospitality in all sort of areas and it's just I think it's just a crisis that has to be addressed and the government perhaps have to get their thinking caps on in terms of provision of modular or conversion or taking up private home offers that haven't been exploited you know and all this kind of I call it exploitative exploitative capitalism, you know, where people are buying up hotel properties for humanitarian sure. provision. Just, uh, it has a very negative effect. Just, and I don't, I'm a most positive person. Yeah. Uh, just another uh, thing for, for Catherine Martin, the, the very, very busy uh, minister in this area to have to deal with. We're completely out of time, so we're going to have to let you go. Noel Cunningham, Ambassador for Harvey's Point, and Jim Power, uh, the author of that report for the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation. Thank you both for joining us. On the Record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC. Transformation always disrupts, but it doesn't always need to be disruptive. On News Talk.